Blau und weiß sein Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zu Wook auf Shark America. I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Going solo today. Uh, no Jack, Megan. He's feeling under the weather. First, it's a victory Monday. Wanted to celebrate. Was going to do it yesterday. Uh, and my old ass fell asleep at 7.30 p.m. and woke up and it's... Tuesday morning, so I missed the podcast. So the podcast is tonight, a victory Monday on a Tuesday. Hey, we're getting better, right? We're, we're learning how to win again. Uh, last week, we were on a Wednesday, victory Monday on a Wednesday. This is on a Tuesday, so the next one will be on a Monday, hopefully. So how is everyone doing this evening? Uh, yeah, another victory Monday to talk about. Though we did lose today, but we'll get to that in a second or a little bit later. Uh Yeah, we got another victory. Uh, this time against Eintracht Braunschweig in the DFB Pokal first round. Not the easiest of fixtures in the first round, was it? Uh, a lot of teams, usually it's a, the bigger teams will face one of the lower lower tier teams. Um, didn't happen for us. We faced a team in our own division, a team we're going to play again this weekend. So it's a little taste to see what, what we're going to deal with. We have some improvements still to make. There were some upsets over the week, over the week uh, weekend, I should say, during the, in the Pokal. Uh, one in particular, Augsburg lost to Utrachtin, I think, Utrachtin, two uh, nothing or one nothing, something like that. So that's a pretty embarrassing loss. But uh, we did win. We did win. Uh, won the game three to one. It was. Uh, it seems like it's fight the league. It's always going to be red cards in the game. It seems like right. Uh, we had a red card in our game. Uh, but. Uh, Interesting lineup. I thought, you know, both Jack and I thought that this was going to be an opportunity for maybe some of the youngsters to get a chance to play, right? Oh, we throw Algo, Kazuki, maybe Toyer. Well, Toyer's not really young, but yeah, maybe you see Last Me More get a start or something like that. But we did. We saw, and it made sense why Rice went with ideally his best lineup. His best lineup, I should say, is because. It's a game you couldn't mess around with. It's a team in your own division. Yes, Braunschweig aren't that great. They they're started out the season 0-2. They're one of the three winless teams in the league. However, they're, they're a decent team. They've always given people fits. They're at home. So all those elements come in the air, and it's never an easy task. Yeah, You never want to play a team in your own division in the first round, not until later rounds of the, of the tournament, but... Chalka had the win. Rice knew that, and so he put out his best men out there, and I, I can't blame him for that. Uh, starting lineup, Mueller continues to be our best player this season. That was his third game in a row. He's been our best player, it seems like. Uh, had to make a save early on in the game. Back four, uh, we with Bruder again on the right. Baumgartel, Kaminsky in the middle with Matriciani on the left. Oweyan picking up a slight little injury. And coach wanted to play, uh, play it safe and bring in Matriciani. Why not? You got the GOAT back there. Bring him in there. Midfield changed. Uh, Templeman got the start again, as did Schallenberg. But this team, Seguin got the start over Odraogo. And after performance of this game, perhaps Seguin is the starter going forward. We'll see. Front three did not change from uh, the win over Kaiserslautern. We had Drexler on the right. Karaman on the left with Simon Taroda on the right. The flash says, uh, we lost against our U23s 4-2. Something must change. Yeah, 
we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at the end. We'll get to that at the end. Um, let's talk wins first, right? I uh, got our second victory Monday in a row, second win in a row. This one in the Pokal. Let's uh, see. We got Braunschweig once again. But the third 11 uh, was performed fairly decently in this one. Um, Muller, again, one of the uh, arguably a man of the match performance. Bruner was decent. Baumgartel had a mistake. Uh, you know, we can just get right into it. Like the, the game started off. Again, it's a difficult opponent and, and Braunschweig at their home. Not ideal for uh, for Schalke to start out with. And Braunschweig were ready to play. I mean, from the opening within the first five minutes, uh, play went over to the right, came back into the middle, a header by I forget which player it was for Braunschweig. Muller was forced to make a save. It was going on target. Muller made a fantastic save. You know, we say they say that a good team needs to have their goalie make two to two to four big saves every game, which that's fine and dandy. Muller's had to make five plus every game, it seems like. Certainly in the first game against Hamburg, but you know, we one or two saves, three or four, three or four saves. It's expected. Anything more than that, you're really it's a it's a shellacking by the by the by the defense and the goalkeepers. So we want to limit those those chances that they get. But when you no, know, when they do get chances, it's nice to have a guy like Mueller back there where he's going to be stopping these shots because that was that would have that would have put us in a hole right from the beginning. You know, had they scored that goal, so Mueller really kind of set the tempo there. That player, that player was probably Uja. It wasn't actually Uja, but he did. He did was he did contribute later. Uh, it was another player. I can't. I, let me look. I mean, if, I look, if I look at the lineup, maybe I'll remember, huh? Let's try that. It was. Uh, it was Kaufman. I, th- I believe it was Kaufman, but don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> you don't need a goalie saving four big chances if you have a good defense. This is true. This is hundred percent true. Uh, one or two saves, right? But that's that's how you don't need to have that much, right? Uh, preferably the defense stops all the shots from from coming in whatsoever. But uh, yeah, it uh, doesn't always happen, does it? Uh, so yeah, they they Muller gets a big save early on in the game. We're trying to get back into the game, but it's all Braunschweig. Braunschweig is dominating possession early on in the game. Really, the first fifteen minutes is, is really all Braunschweig. But then uh, we started a little more possession just after the tenth minute, and there's a play where Drexler passed the ball back to to Baumgartel. Uh, the first pass, Drexler make the Baumgartel was a little lazy, but he got it to him. Then Baumgartel sees Mueller back there, doesn't notice, you know, the the trailing uh, Braunschweig player. He just does a lazy pass. I mean, absolutely lazy pass to Mueller. Bad pass, no matter what you call it. Mueller tries to react, but the Braunschweig player gets it first. Ball goes out to Uja. Uja makes a fantastic chip over the keeper. He had to because Mueller kind of read the play. Got in front of him, was ready to make, you know, ready for the shot, but Uja just whoop over his head and just under the bar. Apparently, Uja tried that over the weekend uh, and and it failed miserably in their in their game there and their in their, well, their loss. I could have tied the game there. So yeah, Uja was a huge goal in the 12th minute, and we're thinking, oh man, here we go, here we go, a tough opponent on the road. They get the early goal. This is not looking good, uh, but that kind of woke us up, I think. Uh, and as the minutes went on in the in the in the 10 to 20 minute range, we started gaining more and more possession, started getting more opportunities. Uh, there was a play where I just just a minute or two later, Simo Toroda brought gets brought down in the box. Should have been a penalty, in my opinion. No VAR to check it though. This is in the first first round of the Pokal. There are no there are no VAR checks because some of the some of the lower tier stadiums don't have the capabilities of of, of having VAR. Uh, so there was no VAR to check this. So the referee's whistle is what it is. 
they call it offsides. It was a close call no matter what. I would have loved to see VAR involved because I thought he was just onside, drew the penalty, but didn't did not count. So play kept going. Uh, then as a few minutes more passed, uh, we saw a nice combination work which from Drexler, which we hadn't seen up to this point. But him and Bruner really doing a nice give and goes up and down the sideline. Eventually, Bruner, Paul, drop, um, I'm getting my goals mixed up. Uh, where it's Kadamon gets the first goal. Kadamon get the first goal. Uh, Kadamon gets the equalizer. Simon Toroto, right? You say what you want to say about Simon Toroto. He doesn't get seem to be in the, involved in the game in terms of offensively. Occasionally he get the ball and then he'll score. But it doesn't seem like he's involved in the games. But he is. He does the little things, right? Holding up the ball, setting up for his teammates, drawing fouls, and for the first goal, uh, he gets the ball just inside the box, gets fouled, sets up the the free kick for Seguin. Uh, Seguin and uh, this guy is turning into our new set piece taker, it seems like. And he had a nice set piece over the top. Uja, Anthony Uja gets involved once again, uh, deflects it back, you know, away from goal, but it's going to the back post. And Kadamon, a heads up play, uh, sniffs that out and gets the goal back door. Wonderful play by him. Um, yeah, I agree, Flash. That was a clear penalty on Toroto. But yeah, it just uh, well played by Kahneman on that set piece goal. It's what you want. You're always screaming that you need to have the backdoor runner, back post runner, because we Chalka's done it. We did this fight the league and did a little bit last year where we'll have a guy come in the front runner post. Usually it's our guys heading the ball back further on. Usually it used to be Bolter, right? Uh, but this time it was Anthony Uja heads it on uh, to the back post, and Kahneman heads up play, did not quit on the play, and Gets the ball into the back of the net, up one one, just like that, cancels it out, and I felt I felt relieved. I know everybody else felt relieved. Uh, Jackster played very defensively. I often saw him far back on the right, although he actually plays in the wing in the front. Yeah, and and Flash, and for everybody else who's listening and watching and hearing this later, what are your thoughts on how Drexler played? Because it seemed like he was more defensive today, but he seemed to do better today than he had in the previous game. So let me know your thoughts on that, because I, I certainly think Drexler was better today. Is he starting 11 material? I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I'm so, I, I still want to see Lassime out there, Mr. Super Sub, another solid performance by him. We'll get two. But yeah, 1 1. And at that point, you know, Shaka really start turning the screws to start gaining more and more possession. Uh, Look like we're starting to get control of the game at that point. And as the time is ticking towards halftime, possession is easily in our favor. Shots are not. Right, we were being efficient at that point. We had a little bit of shots, and the shots would be on target. Versus Braunschweig, who had lots of shots, lots of corners, didn't really get anything on, on target outside of the first, you know, few minutes. Um, and then just before halftime, the play I was alluding to, the the, the give and go play between Bruner and Trexler. Uh, Bruner comes down in the box. There's a cut back to Seguin. Seguin in the box is a wonderful first touch to get the ball in front of him, set it up, and just powers a shot past the keeper. A wonderful goal by Seguin. If he's going to do that, he's going to be starting 11 material for me. Uh, what a wonderful goal. Another goal before halftime for us. We did that last week as well. Uh, I felt much better at that point because I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't confident that Braunschweig could muster up anything after that. So 2-1 at halftime. I felt good the first half. What are you guys' thoughts on the first half? Um, I know Ryan wants to get Drexler out of his lineup. I mean, yeah, I think I do too, and I think everyone does at this point. Drexler and Jack and I said it many times already, in particular Jack, is that Drexler, at his point in his career, his age, for what he's asked to do, he's better to come off as a sub. He can be a super sub. He certainly can give you 20, 30 good minutes, but 
anything outside of that, you're asking a little bit much of that, right? Two years ago, we were all saw the best of Drexler. Last year, he was pretty decent, but yeah, he, Father Time catches up with him, especially at his position. So I, I think Seguin in the midfield certainly is going to be a starter now. It's going to be hard for Oedraogo to get in there. And Brian Lassime, whether it's Karaman on the left and Lassime on the right or, or switching them up, and you can really flip-flop them during a the game to really confuse the defense. Um, he's also playing out of position at the wing. Yeah, absolutely. He's a central midfielder as opposed to a winger. Can he play the wing or could he play the wing in the past? Yes, but it's not ideal, right? Despite the league a couple years ago, we had him play a lot there. He's better in a, in a central. He's actually fairly creative when he's in the middle, uh, but we use him on the wing and he's not, especially at, like I said, at this, at this time of his career, it's not the ideal place for him. And it's struggling. So I need to see him come off the bench. Whether you play him in the in a wing or hopefully in the middle, he's better suited off the bench, I think. So, um, but yeah, 2-1 going to halftime. I was excited about that result. Coming out of the break, a lot more of the same kind of stuff. The kind of game went over and over, uh, kept going on and on. There was a, a yellow by Griesbeck. Uh, good yellow on him. I, and Templeman ends up, get, ends up getting a yellow as well a little bit later in the game. Uh, a professional foul there earned a yellow. Would have been a, a nice counterattack by Braunschweig had he not done that. Time ticks, 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 ticks on. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this game and I'm thinking, we're panicking. We're panicking. I know we're in, in the Discord channel. We were all of us were chatting back and forth, like, what the heck's going on with us? We went from looking so competent in the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of the second half, and it just slowly started dissipating. And as the game wore on, even though we had a 2 1 lead and we looked comfortable, it just started panicking, making unnecessary passes. Drexler was making bad passes. All, all these players are making passes, uh, unnecessary passes, losing the ball, um, and we were looking for that third goal. And I for sure thought they were going to draw. They had a couple good opportunities that Mueller had to make a big save on, or the defense came up big with some blocks. Uh, and then finally, in, in second minute of stoppage time, Griesbeck, after so many fouls, he should have had a, a second red probably earlier in the game, finally gets his second yellow. And I think it wasn't even for the foul. I think it's for him mouthing off to the referee because it was a good minute from the time he, the foul was called to when he got the card. And I believe it's him talking back to the referee saying that the foul against Poulter wasn't a foul and that got him the second yellow for talking and got the second and got the red. Uh, and so that felt, felt fine. Two minutes later, lots of scores of goal. Nice give and go. Last minute again coming off of the bench. Looked good from, from, the, from the bench. He gives it over to Poulter. Poulter finds lots on the cut in. And last minute, Latza was in the same position as Lasma was uh, last game, and Latza scores three to one. Felt comfortable there, and then Templeman gets a second yellow, gets a red in the 96th minute. So close to the box, very close to being a penalty. Even if it was a penalty, I mean three two at that point. But uh, yeah, luckily it was outside the box. Nothing, nothing came to fruition from that, and we won three to one. Um, I can't say it's a better performance result wise. We won. Happy about that, but is it, it, the result is not that great. I mean, again, we're panicking at the back. Um, I like Templeman, and I think Templeman will probably do better. I think he's been playing a more defensive role, but him and Schallenberg defensively are fine. When you ask Templeman to kind of push up in the attack, that's where the problems are, I think. Seguin is doing a good job going offensively. Last minute, again, coming off the bench, doing well. He and Kataman are having this connection uh, I'm sure you guys saw it during the game a couple times. They're looking for each other. There's a play almost identical to the game in, in Kaiserslautern where Kahneman cuts into the middle, 
finds a backdoor last minute. Last minute had a shot saved by the goalkeeper. Good save by the goalkeeper. A little bit later on, last was coming down the right wing side. Could have gave it to Tarota, or maybe it was Poulter at that point. Decides to go caught him on backdoor and almost had him just missing by a couple inches. They're starting to find each other, which is good. So that's kind of to my point of like these two guys should start with each other and they can flip flop whoever wants to be on the right and left or they can you know, flip it during the game, distract the defense. They're starting to get some chemistry now. Toronto is a poacher. Poulter used to be a poacher. Uh, used to be a poacher. Uh, jury's out if he still has it in him. I know there's some rumors about him wanting to leave and whatnot, but um, yeah, I think you know what we see from last month on the bench was was decent. Um, Poulter was okay. Uh, who else came in? Obviously, Lazza got the goal. It was an okay game. Okay game. We get to play them again. Still at Braunschweig, so it's going to be a road game again. But there's some things we need to work on defensively. We are still not there. Um, Baumgartel, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he had a poor game. The play that nearly resulted, the play that resulted in the goal was was a poor play. Absolutely, absolutely a fault of that. It's not Mueller. I think at one point two, one of the announcers trying to say, trying to blame Mueller for the play, but it's like no, it was all Baumgartel. But Baumgartel was decent after it. I'm curious what you guys' thoughts on Baumgartel are. Uh, he and and Kaminsky. Eventually solidified, but the team as a whole defensive unit, we're giving up way too many opportunities. We start the game way too slow for whatever reason. I mean, it's, everyone needs to have some smelling salts prior to the game or something. I don't know. It usually takes us a good 10, 15 minutes to kind of wake up. And then the last, usually the last 5, 10, 15 minutes of the game, it's it's panic mode. And we need to do better with that. And I think to Flash's point, a good defense will calm a lot of that. Two years ago, we really weren't panicking as much. Uh, down the stretches of games, right? When we had obviously Uta Itakura, uh, Kaminsky, and and Chiao back there, right? Good defense, you're going to be calm. The goalkeeper's not going to be forced to make that many saves. Mueller's way too active now. You know, bless him. He's been our best player. He's probably arguably the man of the match all three games that he's played, but he shouldn't be having so many, many chances to, to stop a ball. So the defense has got to get better, whether that's going to a four. Four, two, one, three, or something like that. Uh, we got to figure something out because we need help defensively. Um, and starting 11, I mean, bring on some more free transfers. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, look, I mean, look at the XGs in the game, right? We won three to one. Our XG was 0.77. Theirs is 1.07. Corners, seven to three in their favor. Uh, shots, shots, 12 to five in their favor. Uh, it was not a, it was not a, a, a good performance. Uh, that's absolutely the, the truth there. Um, happy to win again. And hopefully we can build upon this game to the next game and, and take care of some of those, those issues. Uja is obviously their main, main target there. I think you, you cancel out Uja. You're probably going to win that game. Uh, and again, don't make those silly mistakes. Don't beat ourselves. That's all we ask. Don't be, don't let yourself get beat right by stupid mistakes. Like we used to say that when we were in the Bundesliga, don't let the other teams beat you, right? Force the other teams to beat you, I should say. Let them get the beautiful goal, cut your team open. Don't give them the opportunities. Don't give them the penalties, the, the cheeky fouls, where they can just get a free, nice free kick from, you know, uh, great range or whatever. So we need it. We need some things to work on. And so um, we won that game. I did mention we did have a friendly uh, where we lost 4-2 to two to the U23s. Kiki Top. Yeah, Kiki Top. Hat-trick. Three goals against uh, the senior team in this one. So maybe he gets a call up soon. We'll see. 
but not the greatest of greatest of performances today against the U twenty threes. Granted, they're good, but still, you know, you, your youth teams should never beat your senior teams. Never. Um. So yeah, I mean, we got some things to work on. The game is going to be on this Sunday, I believe. Let me just double check this right here. Yeah, Sunday at seven thirty a.m. Eastern time, six thirty Chicago land time, one uh, thirty p.m. in Germany. So. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting game, to say the least. Uh, look at some of the results of the Pokal. Let's see if I can pull the Pokal results up here. Uh, there were some upsets in this one. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, so many games. So many games. Uh, let's see. Sandhausen beat Hanover. Um, Karlsruhe lost to Saarbrücken. Gladbach won big. We won. Stuttgart won. Hertha finally won a game. <laughs> St. Pauli won easily. Werder Bremen lost to Victoria Cohn, 3-2. That's a shocker. Uh, let's see where else. Well, Nuremberg won 9-1. My goodness. Uh, Leverkusen won big. Armenia Bielefeld beat Bochum in penalties. All right. There you go. Uh, Heidenheim won huge. Let's see. Mines beat Elvisberger. Hamburg beat Essen. Uh, Unterhaching beat Augsburg 2-0. That's the game I was mentioning before. Uh, any other results? Let's see any upsets. Hansa Rostock beat Fortuna Frankfurt. Uh, yeah, that's about all the results there. All the upsets there. So, Oh, Darmstadt lost. Darmstadt lost to Holmberg 3-0. Oh, that's a terrible result. So two more games left, and then uh, the draw for... The second round will be sometime in September, I imagine. Uh, and the games, the second round will be in, in October, I believe. That's the memory serves from last year. That's what that's what happened. So, uh, yeah. Darmstadt losing to fourth tier Holmberg was bad. Balkum losing. Yeah. I, I feel you. I know you're a Balkum fan. I know you are. I know you are. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, some interesting results. Thankfully, we were on that end on the losing side. But uh, let's see who the draw gets. I mean, hopefully, we get a lower tier team. One of these teams that upset, like Holmberg, right? Um, it'd be nice to play one of those two kind of teams versus, you know, one of the big dogs. We last year played Hoffenheim. We lost to them big, and that and that that's a game just before. Um, what's his name? Got got canned there. Um, Frankie Wagner, <laughs> Frankie Wagner, <laughs> Frankie Kramer. Uh, mixing mixing up our terrible managers here. Oh my goodness! But yeah, uh, we get to play uh, Eintracht all over again this weekend. Uh, looking at the table here, nothing's changed. We're still in tenth place. A win will help us. Will put us in, easily into the top top six, I would imagine, depending on some of the results. The results how they go, but uh, we still got to get the results done. Eintracht only goal scorer this year has been Uja Anthony Uja. So let's take care of business. Let's get it done, and uh, go from there. But uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting game. Try to do a live watch along for that one. Uh, let's see if any news that came in here. Uh, let's see if I, other than U23 is embarrassing a senior team, right? Uh, going to uh, Schalke Twitter here. A nice video on the uh, behind the scenes of the game against um, Braunschweig there. Nice video. Definitely go check it out. You probably see the full video on YouTube. Uh, there's Kiki Top getting his hat trick into friendly today in a 4 2 loss. Let's see what else. There's boys training. No other news. Kahneman continues to score. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Bruner and Templeman are training individually. Thomas Oyan is back. So, 
yeah, a couple guys had injuries. Thomas Obion obviously being the main one that was out of the game uh, for us, which is fine. Matriciani's back there. Uh, we'll see. Matriciani. I mean, what are your, what is everybody's early thoughts? You know, let us know in the comments or uh, on Twitter or wherever on social media. Thoughts on the defensive pairing of Kaminsky and Baumgartel. Do you like that going forward? Do you want to see? Oh, Cisse, let's Cisse, I think needs some time to get to get acclimated to the speed of the game. Um, but Matriciani, he's a viable option to center back. He's not a center back per se. He is more a right back or left back, but he can play center back. He's played admirably at center back, right? So would you rather see Matriciani in there? Do you want to see Baumgartel? Do you want to see Kaminsky? Who do you want to see in there? Um, not many options, obviously, as we had in the past, but you know, we're gonna figure it out. Ryan says the goat should probably be starting soon if Kaminsky Bumgarl doesn't work out. The question, I guess, then is who you take out, right? If the goat comes in and Matriciani comes in, you said Kaminsky or you said Bumgarl. I like Kaminsky, what he brings, his passing ability is, you know, if we need a free kick taker, he's there. Still too early to know what we have at Baumgartel. Um, He certainly can play defense. The question is, would he be better suited with Matriciani or would or with Kaminsky? Um, whoever is playing worse, I like it. Uh, or whoever Matriciani is better chemistry with. Yeah, yeah. I would, And I would guess at that point it would be Kaminsky just because they've been on the team together longer. Uh, but you never know, right? Um, you have a guy like Mercedes Jens come in. He has a chemistry with everybody because he's as good. So we'll see. But whoever's playing worse, yeah. Whoever makes the next mistake, they're out. They're out of the starting lineup, right? <laughs> I, 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 I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Um, in regards to the rest of the starting eleven, I mean, I said this before. I, I'm starting. I'm really liking Templeman. I don't think he is the offensive threat that maybe we want him to be or Rice wants him to be. He's good tracking back defensively. I think um, definitely need to change the wingers. Yeah, I mean, we're all screaming for. Well, I don't. Know, we all are. Jack and I are screaming for Kazuki. I love to see Kazuki to see what he can do, and I get why he's bringing him slowly. But last minute, last minute is definitely the one who should be coming in next. I think in, in terms of the wings. Um, like I said, I like Templeman when he brings defensively. If if Seguin can contribute offensively and Schallenberg and Templeman can kind of drop back and, and kind of shield the defense because the Lord knows the defense needs that help. Um, that'll help us going forward. Trexler needs to get out for sure. Last me in. Kataman hasn't been playing great. I, I saw some chatter going back and forth about Kataman that he hasn't actually been playing great. It's just like maybe our eyes deceiving us. And I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say he's playing great. He's playing better than he had, so it makes it look like he's playing a lot better. Um, he's contributing. That's the most important thing. Um, he's getting goals and assists like a, a, almost every game now, it seems like, which he's obviously motivated to, to make the Turkey national team for Euros. So maybe we have to ride that. Um, he's obviously going to be performing a lot better than, than Drexel will be. So maybe it's Lasme and Karaman. I mentioned Karaman and, and Lasme have that connection, it seems like, over the last two games. Let's ride that, see where it takes us. Who knows? Uh, but Kazuki ultimately, I think, was going to be taking a spot, and Owadrago hopefully gets into the team full stop at the end of the season. But maybe it's for like a Templeman or something. It depends what we need. If we need someone to like shut down a defense, we're playing a Hamburg type. You bring a Templeman. If a team that had, gives up a lot of possession, like Braunschweig, you bring a Templeman. Uh, Owadrago. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think Kataman is a lot of right place, right time. Yeah, and that's that's also a sign of a good player, right? Poachers are always known for Tarota, Simon Tarota. 
he's quiet all game long, but he shows up the right place at the right time and scores the goal. So, you know, as long as we're getting goals, I think, and getting contributions from on the score sheet, that's something something good. Uh, let's say Kazuki here, I think, is friendly today. Uh, something weird, Kazuki. Okay. Huh. Well, he played a half, huh? Okay. Yeah. Karaman's definitely had a couple tap-ins, too. One in this game, and one in the last game from last night, right? But it's reading the game right. It's never quitting on the play. How many times have we had players that didn't fo didn't follow through on a play? We're like, oh, if you just kept that run going, what would have happened? Karaman's continuing that run. So if he's going to continue doing that and getting tap-ins, by all means, if no one else can get the tap-ins, let him get him. I think Toroto, he's doing fine. I think he's doing a lot off the ball with his hold-up play, drawing fouls, and then getting in the box when he has to. It seemed like he and Odrago had a good chemistry in at least the first game and the first 15 minutes of the second game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Simon's got – I don't see anyone else supplanting Simon at the moment with if he's going to be scoring. Schallenberg's been fine, and I think Seguin, it's his position to lose at this point. It's a nice goal there. So uh, what did Andreas Ernst say? He said that Rice doesn't trust Kazuki. Okay, which I'm guessing is a generation for a right wing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, there's a lot of responsibility for the wing play. It absolutely is. If you're a winger in, the, in, in this kind of formation, a lot of pressure is on you, not just to contribute offensively, but also come back defensively. What we saw Boulter do, a, well, Boulter was so good for us, not only was he because he was scoring goals and assists, right? But he was tracking back. How often did we see Boulter back in, the, in our own box helping out defensively? And that's important. You need that because especially if your defense is not that great, you need extra help that you can get. Um, and particularly like in the 3-5-2 system, but even in this kind of system here where you want that midfield, the midfield uh, wingers, or the wingers, I should say, to contribute both offensively and defensively, go back and forth. That's why I kind of liked a guy like Mehmet Aiden back in the day, last year, year before, two years ago, because uh, he contributed offensively and defensively. He's now obviously now traveling spore, but it is what it is. Um, we can't forget about Odrago too. Yep. I think he needs to be playing when he can Which Yep. He can certainly give push, push Templeman, Seguin, and, and Schallenberg. I agree that Templeman will probably be the one out. Again, I think it depends on what you need and who you're playing against. If you're playing against a team, high possession, stuff like that, need someone defensively, Templeman is your guy. I've been very impressed by Templeman's defensive work rate. He's stealing a lot of balls, coming, you know, coming back, reading a lot of uh, passes, sniffing them out. He's doing well, really well in that department. Offensively, is where he's turning the ball. He is turning the ball over. I'm not gonna lie, he's turning the ball over. Kazuhiro uh, should be getting a chance soon. I, I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. I would. Um, what else? What else do we talk about today? Really, not much to talk about. Jack's not here. Hope you feel. Hope he's feeling better. I'm awake for this podcast, but uh, yeah, we're going to try to do a watch along this Sunday. Um, what is the date? What is the date? Why am I looking at the Braunschweig schedule? I don't want to see Braunschweig. Get out of here. Yeah, game's on Sunday, so I should be good. It's uh, my son's birthday, so on Saturday, so I'm not going to miss that. So yeah, maybe we'll do a watch along here. We could, we didn't do it for the Pokal because uh, games on Fridays are hard for Jack and I with our work schedules, but on the weekend, it's a little bit easier, and it's an early game, even easier, right? So the 20th absolutely absolutely so it's an early game let's get another victory here uh let's the upcoming games for us uh and let me get out of this brown spike schedule jesus um all right brown here's our next uh so many fixtures 
So this Sunday we play Eintracht once again, Eintracht Braunschweig. Uh, following that, Holsten Kiel, uh, who are at the top of the table, undefeated. Uh, we get that. We get them at home. Wien Wiesbaden uh, on the road there on September second, followed by Magdeburg, St. Pauli, and Paderborn and Hertha. So, some big games on the horizon at the end of September. Uh, don't sleep on Holsten Kiel here at the end of the month, but uh, let's get. Let's let's baby steps, right? We're not there yet. Let's gain some momentum. Let's get another win here. Get another victory Monday. Maybe we can do the podcast on a Monday this time. We'll see. No, we'll, we'll get it. I'll put my foot down. We're going to do it. Uh, but yeah, let's get another win. Focus on Braunschweig. Focus on Anthony Uja. He's like their main threat. You can stop him. They're not going to score goals. At least not yet. So let's do it, boys. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's going to be it from me. Keep this nice, short, and sweet. Uh, make sure you follow Jack at, uh, on Twitter and, and give a shout-out uh, at J-M-M-A-N-G-A-N, at J-M-A-N-G-A-N on Twitter. Uh, and also follow on Instagram. You follow me as well at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N. As always, more importantly, follow Shock America on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like the videos. Uh, be very, very uh, important for us. And then if you have any ideas for us you want us to do, want to see more of, uh, whether it's on our website, shockamerica.com, or on YouTube, any kind of videos or anything like that, let us know. We're like messing around with different things, trying different things. Uh, we'll try to keep up the content and, and do more of it. Uh, but let us know what you want to see. We're, we're for the fans. So whatever you guys want to do, let, let us know. We're, we're all all for it. So, all right. Until the next podcast, or actually until the watch along on Sunday, catch you then for Jack and myself. We'll see you soon. Look out.